Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this week's edition of the Fully Surrendered Podcast. We are starting a new series on... We are starting a new series on all the weapons of warfare that we use and that we have as a believer. We are starting a new series basically on spiritual warfare. And we're going to start off by talking about the helmet of salvation. So as you guys know, if you are a believer then you know that we do not wrestle with the things of this world, with flesh and blood. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but we wrestle against principalities, powers, and rulers of the darkness of this world and spiritual wickedness in high places. So this is found in the New Testament in Ephesians six twelve. And it says, as I just read, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, and against spiritual wickedness in high places. So if you know the Lord, if you know that Jesus is your Lord, if you have salvation currently, I'm sure that you've heard this first before. And if you don't, and you're just listening to this podcast and joining us for the first time, The spirit realm is very real, and there is both good and evil. And within that, if you are a believer in Jesus Christ, who is the light of the world, then you have a certain authority that you can take over the darkness of this world. So, I want to talk today and start off with just reading out, if you guys are unfamiliar, with all of the different weapons that we have, that we put on, and we're in the offense. So we are taking authority, we have the victory, we have the power, and we are standing as we go out into the world in the offense position, we're not in defense because we have more power. When you're standing with the most power, you actually are in offense. People who are afraid of you or people who are offended or people who are on the defense, those who are coming to attack are on the defense. But as an offense, this is where when you're in the offense, even in football, You are standing and defense is coming toward you. Another example is when you're standing in offense, you should always want to have your gear on and ready because you're having people come at you. So right now as believers, we stand in offense because we stand in the authority as a believer. And we actually were talking about this in one of my classes today with Pastor John Jester He is a pastor at Eagle Mountain International Church through the Kenneth Copeland Bible College. And so we were talking a little bit about this today. So it was pretty interesting to think about what it looks like to be in the offense versus the defense position in life. And you never really want to be in the defense position in life because when you're in the defense position, you're always fighting something. We don't want to have to always be fighting something. We want to stand in power, in authority, in victory, and know that we're already walking in these blessings. We're walking with all of the weapons of, of um, warfare to stand and help us 
help us stand as others come toward us in attempt to attack. And so this may sound a little bit, um, a little bit interesting, um, you know, whether you're a believer or not, whether you really, really uh, walk in believing your authority. The more that you walk in your authority, the more you realize what you're taking an authority against. And so you may be a believer, you may be a Christian, and you may not realize the extent of the spirit realm, but it is very real. There are witches, there are demons, there are, um, as, as the Bible talks about, there are principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness of the world, and spiritual wickedness in high places. And it's hard to often recognize this um, from afar. Um, that's where discernment comes in, and that's where having the Holy Spirit in you and having discernment against that is key. So we're going to talk today about what are the different weapons of warfare that we have. And so today we're going to start off with the helmet of salvation. So let's go into this. And before we start off, all of our spiritual warfare includes the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, shoes of peace, the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the spirit. So we have six. We have six different pieces of spiritual armor that are so essential to putting on every day that we walk into this world. And this really is to come against principalities and powers and all of those things that we talked about in Ephesians 6, that verse. So we're not actually wrestling against flesh and blood. So we could really take some time to unpack this, but on a basic level, flesh and blood, if you are, if you are sick, if you if you, I don't even want to say if you are sick, if you are battling something that's trying to come against you, so let's say COVID is happening right now and you get, uh, you are diagnosed with COVID. Words are really important. So I try not to say I am sick or I have COVID because when you speak things like that, you're speaking it into existence. Just like in Genesis, God created the heavens and the earth and he spoke it into existence. And when you speak, you create things. So I like to say if someone gets an illness, not to say they have that illness, but to say they were diagnosed with that. This is what the doctor said they were diagnosed with, but not to label them with that. So let's say, you know, you, you get diagnosed with COVID. So we are not wrestling against flesh and blood in this situation. So your physical body may be or may have these symptoms of sickness, but we're, although, yes, we have to do something about that. In most cases, you don't just rest. There are people that believe you can sit in your bed and rest and read the Bible and declare the word of God. And I would absolutely recommend doing that. And that is going to be the first line of defense. And so my point here is that when you are diagnosed with something, when there is an illness and a healing needs to happen, we're not going to fight against flesh and blood. We're not going to fight against flesh and blood, but we're actually going to fight against 
the evil things that are coming at us. So sickness is actually something that is put on by the enemy. That's what we believe. That is what we believe. That's what in the spirit realm, nothing from God is bad. Everything from the enemy is bad. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. In John 10.10, he talks about the enemy comes to steal, kill, destroy, bring sickness, disease, death, famine, financial oppression. But God came, Jesus came so that we may have life and life abundantly, abundant life of blessings, of health, of wellness, of financial peace and prosperity, financial well-being. And it's not so that we bless ourselves to go buy our boats for ourselves and, and have a great day. It's so that we can advance the kingdom of God. That advancement of the kingdom of God is always first on our mind. And so going back to the example of someone being diagnosed with COVID, so they're at home and they want to get medicine and they are trying to just trying to wrestle against this, this, this battle with medicine or things that they believe might work. Well, we believe as a believer that wrestling against flesh and blood is one thing, but actually you need to recognize that you're coming against something different, something actually beyond that realm of just the physical, and it is the spiritual. And so you're not actually wrestling against what you see as a symptom, you're wrestling against the spirit realm. And in the physical, it's very hard to, to grasp that while you are feeling these symptoms, because the enemy is attacking your mind. He's attacking your he's attempting to attack your mind and your body so that your spirit will be weak. Remember that we're made up of the body, the spirit and the soul. The soul is the mind, will and emotions. And so the enemy tries to attack everything he can with he can't attack your spirit. You can renew it. You can re, so you renew your mind and your soul and by renewing your mind and your soul you're basically walking you're walking in your authority you're taking up your authority you're walking in your full salvation and your spirit is renewed as well but we don't actually renew our spirit our spirit is who we are our spirit is who we are we have a body and we have our mind will and emotions which is our soul and so it's the enemy can try and come against our soul and our body but we have to the the important thing is to stay in in remembrance that is to remember that we have a spirit and as long as we walk with the holy spirit and walk in that spirit walk in the gifts of the spirit walk with that spirit we are taking authority but if we don't renew our mind with the word of God, if we don't wear our spiritual armor, the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, the shield of faith, the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, the shoes of peace, and we'll get into what all of these, um, the definition of all of these in future podcasts, but today we're going to talk about the helmet of salvation. If we don't every day renew our mind with that, then we are opening a door to the enemy to come in and attack our flesh and blood, basically, our 
are what you see in the natural, what you see in the natural realm. So we deal with the natural realm, but we also have a spiritual realm. And a lot of people on earth only pay attention to the natural realm. But the important thing is that we are a spirit being and recognizing that because this this time on our earth, on planet earth, is just a small little speck of eternity in the spirit being that we all live in. And so as a believer in Jesus, we believe that the absence of God is death or darkness. And so when you are not walking with the Lord Jesus Christ, you're not walking in the light. We believe that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the light. And all that know him will will basically be in the light. They will be in um they will reside with God when we when your physical body passes away. And so today we're going to talk about we're going to talk a little bit about the helmet of salvation, but before I get into that, I wanted to talk about strongholds. So if you've ever heard of the word stronghold, it's usually in a, in a religious sense. And I don't like to use the word religious because I wouldn't consider myself religious. Religious is something that actually can bind people and, and actually can be a, another stronghold um, or something that holds you in something like a prison or a fortress and religion it creates a lot of boundaries for someone but when you have boundaries there's a lack of freedom sometimes depending on what type of boundaries you're creating um boundaries can also create freedom when they're healthy but today we're going to talk about a stronghold in the sense of with your mind and your emotions and so certain strongholds can come upon us mentally and strongholds um, can be really destructive and affect people's lives strongholds and I'm actually going to open the book called dress to kill by Rick Renner I've had this book for years and it's so long that um there's so much good information in this I keep referencing it but I've never actually read the book completely through but there's an awesome chapter in here um a lot of good chapters, but right now we're going to be going through the chapter on the helmet of salvation. So Rick talks about in his book that there are different types of destructive strongholds that can affect our lives. Some include unrealistic fears of rejection and that this will keep you from developing healthy relationships in your life. Unrealistic fears about the future of your marriage will hinder you from functioning in the marital relationship as God intended. Unrealistic fears about potential failure. This will keep you from stepping out to obey God and do something worthwhile with your life. So the devil tries to put these emotional strongholds um, on us as much as he can try. It's our job to stand in offense, rest, be on offense, rest, but walk in victory all at the same time. And a lot of the time when you think of war or battle, you're thinking of striving and working to fight. 
But the the amazing thing about being a believer in Jesus Christ is that he already bore he already bore all of that. He bore our sins on the cross. He already fought the battle. And if you go to Revelation at the very end, he already won. And so we as believers spiritually, time time is so much different in the spirit realm. So what we think of as time on planet Earth, God One day, it says in the Bible, one day is like a thousand years and a thousand years is like a day to God. And so you can't really picture, you can't really quantify time with God. And the reason I say that is because that's one example of how our human mind is not able to physically comprehend the spirit, the spirit realm. So that's one example. And so when we try to figure things out in the natural and we have fear, fear is the opposite of walking in faith. We're not actually able to walk in faith and freedom, which allows God to move and work and for us to actually rest and not strive. So with these strongholds, the first step is recognizing our responsibility with them. So we originally allowed our mind and emotions and our will to get into the mess of believing in these strongholds that, oh my gosh, I'm never going to um, be successful because I don't know if this book is going to be successful or um, what if it's a failure? And you start asking all these what ifs or what if, what if this never happens? Just think of like the most thing, the one thing that you desire in your life. If there's a desire on your heart and you're believing for that, But as you start seeing signs in the physical in your own timing that are not working out, it's really easy to lose that faith, grip onto fear, start working and striving and get out of rest and start what starts as a fear turns into actually a destructive stronghold and that can then lead to oppression. And so There's actually, Rick talks about there's two different kinds of strongholds. We have rational and irrational. So ones that I just talked about, rational strongholds are actually the hardest to deal with because they actually make sense to us. So you can be the decide, you can decide for yourself what a rational versus an irrational stronghold would be in your mind. But um, sometimes when you're stuck in it, it's actually hard to decipher. So, um, The first step is recognizing that. And people who often are thinkers, Rick talks about, they're prone to fall prey to rational strongholds because their rational mind is naturally inclined to to just think and think and think and try to solve it logically. But the spirit realm doesn't work logically. And that's why when you're actually really smart in the physical world and you think a lot, like you're considered smart, it's actually harder in the spirit realm to understand and be submitted to the control of the Holy Spirit. So I I am still a thinker and I used to be such a thinker and it was difficult to move from my logical mind and accept that I needed to set that aside and submit myself to the control of the Holy Spirit for strongholds to be dealt with, for fears to leave, for things that were just completely irrational to leave my mind. 
And I didn't strive to make that happen. I rested and I started putting on the helmet of salvation. And when I put on the helmet of salvation, that is what enabled me to walk in authority and to walk in freedom. So Rick talks about how a stronghold, if it remains unchallenged, will eventually turn into a serious case of oppression. And oppression is when the mind and emotions are manipulated and dominated by an outside source. Like the enemy, he's coming in to oppress someone and tell them what their future is going to hold, that they're not going to be successful or they're not going to end up being married if that's a desire or they're... they're they're ugly or whatever is going on like self-image wise or with hope and the enemy is trying to oppress that so that's what oppression is so to recap when you have a stronghold which everyone deals with strongholds at one point or another if you're not putting on the weapons the spiritual weapons then, and you're not constantly renewing your mind with the word of God, and you don't have that as a firm foundation, then you are going to be dealing with these strongholds, which can lead to oppression. And oppression, after it sets in, can actually lead to hopelessness. So the word of God is actually God. So God spoke the word and the word was God. God, the word of God is actually Jesus. And so when we read the word, when we read the Bible, we're reading the word of God. We are reading from God. We're hearing from God. And that is us communicating. That is us being in the spirit with the spirit, with the Holy Spirit we're with God when we're with when we're reading the word. We're renewing our mind, we're renewing our will, we're renewing our emotions, we're renewing our soul and even our body. So those physical symptoms that you were feeling when you read the word, when you go to healing scriptures, you by renewing your mind are taking captive those thoughts. You're taking captive your mind in a good way though. Instead of those strongholds taking captive, your mind is being taken captive by the word of God. And so the goal of all of this is that you are being captivated by the word of God or God himself. And, and that enables you to walk in the spirit. That enables you to walk in peace. That enables you to walk in joy and all the fruits of the spirit. That enables you to stand up tall in authority, in victory, be on the offense, not be on the defense. The mind of ours is extremely important. God gave us this brain to use it, but we need to use it for good. We need to use it for good. So wearing the helmet of salvation, when a strong knowledge of our salvation is wrapped around our mind as a helmet does, we'll never again fall prey to the devil's deceptive tactics. And that's what we wanted to cover today basically when you're wearing the helmet of salvation this enables you to have a sound mind in timothy 1 7 paul writes the word of the lord actually says god does not give us the spirit of fear but of power love and a sound mind a sound mind translates to sensible thinking and 
we're able to be delivered and saved. We're able to be delivered and saved. Our mind is delivered. Our so our our mind is delivered and our mind is saved, which means it's being renewed and it's being perfectly renewed and able to be walked out in a sound way, peaceably, instead of walking in fear and instead of being oppressed and instead of being hopeless, you are putting on the helmet of salvation. This is enabling you to think and talk like a saved man and a saved woman and to act like a saved man and a saved woman when you fill your mind with the goodness of God because salvation is wrapped tightly around your mind, when you renew your mind with the word of God concerning all of the blessings of the Lord, and when you are walking in the full knowledge of this salvation, this enables you to walk out like someone who is sozoed, is the Greek word, saved and delivered. So if you are a believer, you may understand this, but it's always good to remember this. And, and if you don't know the Lord, if Jesus is not your Lord, and if all of this probably will sound foreign to you, but remember the ways of God are pretty opposite to the ways of the world. So we come into this world and we're born of, of a certain nature until we actually receive salvation. Um, and a lot of people say that when you're born, you're born good. But we actually, as a believer, we believe that you come into this world and without knowing God, we, were, we came from the Lord, but you need to receive salvation in order to know Jesus Christ as your Lord. And by doing this, you're accepting salvation and you start to realize that a lot of the ways of the world are opposite to the ways of the kingdom of God. And so I hope that this helped today. Again, we went through Dress to Kill by Rick Renner and we are talking about the different spiritual armor. And remember Ephesians 6.12 talks about how we don't wrestle against human flesh and blood but we wrestle against powers and principalities and um just the darkness of this world and of of high places and so this is a lesson on spiritual warfare this is not everyone's favorite but it is so important and it's so important that every day we put on our spiritual armor and this needs to be our favorite because the weapons of warfare are important in order for us to stand in victory and authority and continue to not get knocked down by the enemy. We need to stand strong, stand tall, be on the offense. We're never on the defense because we know that we have the power. We have the authority of Jesus Christ and we have, we have already overcome the world. So remember in the spirit realm, all this has already been overcome. COVID has been overcome. Death has been overcome. Everything has, that you see bad going on in the world has already been overcome by the Lord. When Jesus went on the cross, he bore all of that sickness, all of that pain, all of that destruction, all of that disease. 
So he sits at the right hand of God today. And as a believer, we walk in this authority and know this, that spiritually in the spirit realm, this has already, already been taken care of. We as a human being, still, it is important for us to continually renew our mind in the word of God. Because think about it. If you're walking around, you may pray, you may know God, but if you don't actually spend time with God, reading his word, reading the Bible, and renewing your mind with it, and you just feed on other things like TV or books or magazines, you're not really going to know him and you're not going to really be able to walk in the authority of God. So I hope this helps people today. If you have any questions, you can email us or you can visit us on Instagram. And we are looking forward to our next podcast, which will be on another one of the spiritual weapons that we must wear um, in order to stand in victory. Talk to you guys later.